definitely want to welcome you to the Rise of 1% podcast where you're going to discover the strategies, the tools, and the insights to dominate and get to the top 1% of your industry. I am D Bass alongside me, JC Williams. Yes, so, man, what's up? Oh, man, you great. How about yourself? Man, ecstatic, ecstatic, anxious for this, um, this interview that we have with this queen right here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So today on the Rise of 1% podcast, we actually have a branding and digital marketing specialist with our media exposure, Miss Farhana Cannon. Welcome to the Rise of the 1% podcast. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to be on today. Hey, how you doing? Absolutely. Hi. I'm good. You guys are super hype. I'm pretty, like, mellow. So let's see if I can, you know... Be a little bit more excitable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll get into it as we go along. So with that said, Fran, if you could just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, a little bit about your journey and a little bit about your business. Okay, cool. So like these guys said, my name is Farhana Cannon, and I'm a global social media and brand expert and the founder of iMedia Exposure. We basically help brands attract and convert their perfect client online, and we do this through a variety of different strategies. So I really believe that it's all about the narrative and the creating your brand aesthetic as well as brand story and really executing on sharing your story visually is super important when it comes to online marketing. And then we go into um, really creating brand strategies and marketing plans. I think a lot of businesses uh, miss when they don't have the, their marketing plan and have like a specific strategy. Um, so that's kind of like what we do. And we uh, create content. So my background is in fashion. I worked for Latina Magazine for that uh, style editor of the Today Show, Vitals Magazine, a bunch of different designers in New York City. And so I really love styling photo shoots and getting really great content and helping people tell their brand story. Um, I started my business 10 years ago. I started off um, kind of like you in event marketing in New York City. I worked for club promoters and, you know, I was a girl in college that was at the front of the door being like, okay, so whose list are you on? Do you want to buy a bottle? Or, right. taking the, or taking the celebrities to their tables or the performers back to the green room. So that was my job. Um, so I was kind of always just in this marketing space. And then when I moved back home to Boston, you know, there wasn't much fashion and I didn't necessarily want to be in like that whole club life. It's definitely way cooler in New York City anyways. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but I um, started working for different brands doing marketing. I worked for um, Moat Hennessy, Kind Healthy Snacks, Lolita Skincare, doing their events and uh, strategic experiential, um, you know, marketing. And what I was noticing is that these brands were not necessarily fully utilizing social media. They were spending a ton of money on all of these events and they were dope, but it was like, how are we getting people to this event? Why are we not promoting it? We're spending a ton of money. And then after, like, we have all these great photos. It was such an experience. Like, we should be utilizing all of this and sharing it to more people. And I decided that I wanted to start my own business and really help people in that space because I really understood how to tie in traditional marketing 
to it, event marketing and like to that digital realm. So I started 10 years ago and then about eight years ago, I did a speaker course. So I was in this business development workshop and the leader of the class, he was giving marketing tips and I'm kind of a nerd. So I was like, oh yeah, and this and and this, telling people and then the other entrepreneurs in the workshop, they were like, oh, this is my business. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you should do this, this and this. And they're like, wow, like you're good. I'm like, yeah. Thanks. And so um, the gentleman that was leading the course said, you should definitely be a speaker. And I was like, no. Mm. I was like, no, I'm not getting up in front of stage and having everyone stare at me. Like, I want everyone to like me and I don't want judgment. Like, no. And then he goes, well, why do you do what you do? And I was like, well, I really love helping people grow their business and achieve their dreams. And he goes, so, you know, you can do that for more people if you get up in front of like 100 people and do that. I'm like, all right, you're right. Let's do this. <laughs> and, yeah. and of course, I was super scared of like, you know, the first multiple times getting up and doing it because it's like, you know, you know, are they going to like me? What are they going to think? What are they going to say? All of these things. But then I realized that my favorite part of speaking and sharing is the people that come to the back of the room and they're like, wow, when you said this, it really resonated with me and I'm going to do that. Or now when I have client calls or, you know, people are like, oh, I started doing this and I saw this amount of growth and I'm like, okay, awesome. And so standing in like being a contribution to people and that overrides like my fear of getting out in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, for Hannah, that's, um, that's big because that's one of the main things that people are afraid of is public speaking. And um and I, and I know that that you that people was giving you the testimonials and how you touch them, but what also helped you to get over that fear to actually do public speaking? Well, I got coaching. I paid for coaching. I hired the right people. I had a formula on what I was going to be saying. Um, you know, when you have like the strategy out, and when you have like key points of this is what I'm going to do. That makes it helpful. Um, mm -hmm. And so for me, it was just like the fear of looking good and not wanting to be judged or people saying whatever. So it was, you mm -hmm. know, knowing that I make a difference and who cares if people are going to hate and say whatever, always, like no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so but then there's the other people that you actually make a difference for. So that's one of the things. Another thing that I did was that, because during this whole conversation when this gentleman told me to be a speaker, my mother was like, well, why don't you do it? You speak to everyone. You do events. You literally talk to every single person in the room. And you're not scared to do that. And I was like, well, that's like a one-on-one -on -one thing. Like, you know, it's, it's different. She's like, so what? Like, you don't care. You talk to everyone. They're friendly. I'm like, all right. And I took that into my speaking. So at events, I'll go and meet people before mm -hmm. I have, even if it's like five minutes before, and I'll ask them what they do, what their goals are, you know, what they're looking to accomplish, why did they decide to come see me speak? And then when I get up on stage and I have my key points of, you know, my the, the tips that I'm giving, I will give specific tips for each one of those industries and people that I met and I will look directly at them because it's like, oh, they're my friend. I already talked to them. You know, we're cool. And so I'll talk to that person and give them 
tips, just like drop tips, depending upon the subject matter. And then they know that you're listening to them, that you care about them. And they're generally impressed because they're like, I just met this girl five seconds ago and she's dropping like marketing tips, like rap lyrics. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. And you've spoken like, can you share as well? Where, where all have you spoken? I know you've spoken in a lot of places, am I right? Yep. So I've spoken several times at the Federal Reserve Bank um, um, for Power Team International at their events, Inspiration right. 2020, the Global Elevation Summit. Um, I was, I've done so many small business expos. Mm-hmm. I've spoken at, you know, several other like digital, uh, virtual events, just a lot of, a lot of speaking. Mari, you've been around the world speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I've spoken in, well, outside of the United States, Avi, um, Mexico, the Bahamas, Trinidad, Canada. Uh. Australia. Yeah. Ooh, boy, the benefits <laughs> of speaking. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, I actually remember that was the first time I actually came in contact with you. I saw you speak at the Small Business Expo. So, and that's when I started following you on Instagram. So, yeah. <laughs> it was here in the lab. Yeah, it was in the lab. Oh, yeah. okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, great stuff. Great stuff. So yeah, let, let's transition the conversation a little bit. Bonna talking a little bit about branding. Let's talk about well, my first question would be, can you talk about what's the importance of brand? Mm-hmm. Well, if we look at any of the companies that we buy from on a continuous basis, they have branding. And we recognize that brand. You don't go into a store and say, Oh, I want a new tech phone. Like it's I want an iPhone. You know, you know exactly what you're going to be getting because of a brand experience that's been created for you. Mm-hmm. You know, branding is the experience and it is the look and the feel, the style, the voice, the tone. You want to have that message consistent across all of the platforms because if I all of a sudden you see me in one style and my website is say my website's teal cuz that's my color. But then you go and you see me somewhere else and it's like lime green and orange and you're like well is this a different business so people need to see the consistency across all of the platforms and i'm not saying on social media for you to change colors because i love playing with color on social media but it's having the same style so if you looked at my instagram you would know exactly like what style i have like you could picture um if you were to see a hotel, a restaurant, a dress, you could know from looking at my Instagram if any of those things fit into what I'm presenting as a style, not necessarily a color. And for brands, you want to make sure that people can do that so they get it. They get the vibe. They get this. And everyone likes different styles, too. So I have lots of men as clients, but my number one target demographic is a 50-year-old woman that's been in business for some time. Maybe she's in her 40s and 50s, and she wants to take her business to the next level and make her digital presence known. That's my ideal thing. So if you look at my Instagram, it's definitely more feminine, as well as my team being mostly women. Mm. But like that's our vibe. That's our style. I'm, I love football, but I will probably never put – oh, actually, I did once. 
I put a post of, I'm from New England, so I put a post of Brady and Giselle, but mm-hmm. Brady was in a suit, he wasn't in football gear, and she was in a beautiful dress that matched my feed at the time. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily talk about football because that's not really what I'm gearing the voice and the tone of my brand is. If you go to my personal page, you know, I'm going to post stories all day of football games, but. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. And, and that's all, that's creative. So, and that, and like, I want to get into that. Like, okay, so you will find different pictures that matches the color or that matches your brand that you post on your social media. Right. So you have a theme on your page. Exactly. Right. And particularly on Instagram, that is important because. Okay. It can tell a story. Color evokes emotion, and people associate different colors with different things. So right now, um, you know, spring and summer, I would do lighter colors for spring. Summer gets into, like, brighter, bold colors, and then I'll transition into, like, fall colors that will get a little bit deeper. And then winter, maybe I will do, like, a black and white series. You know, so it's telling the story, understanding the seasons, um, kind of thing. But if people do, there's some people that just do one filter and like the same color story continuously. Mm-hmm. So it's it's what you want to do. I like to mix in the colors because I like to wear different things. And so you're not going to see me always doing my brand colors, but the style is going to consistently be like a certain way. Okay. And then let me ask you, like, um, what, what do you really use? Or what, what filters do you use? Instagram filters or, like, what's some of your secrets with that? I generally will edit photos prior to putting them onto Instagram. But um, an Instagram hack is that once in a while you want to post your pictures direct. I auto-post. But once in a while you'll want to just post pictures yourself on mm-hmm. Instagram and use a filter because that helps with your algorithm. Oh, okay. So that actually helps with your algorithm. So let me, all right. So what are some other things, like I, I do want to talk about when it comes down to the algorithm of uh, Instagram. Um, and what are some other ways? So you, you have the color and the things that helps with algorithm. What's some other ways to increase uh, engagement on your algorithm? Um, so another hack is that before you post, and even if you're auto-posting, say you know you're auto-posting at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. At 10.55, go in and like a couple of different posts, comment on some posts, start engaging with your community, engage it with your followers, and then post. There'll be more views on that post, more views, more likes. When you get, so the more likes you get, the more it's uh, illuminated and more people get to see it. Right. Right. So if you're engaging with that person right before that post, they're going to see that in in their news feed. So. So that's a hack. Another hack is stories are really great. Um, So I like to color code everything, but obviously there's, things in life that happen that don't match the colors that I decided that I wanted to have that week. So I put things on stories and I tell my clients that too. So we're managing their feed and I don't necessarily like when they interject things because we have planned out what we're saying, how we're saying it and the colors and all of that. 
But I'm like, okay, post all day on your story. But mm-hmm. don't be super aggressive with it. Like, if you have 30 things, unless it's like a really cool concert or something that you know people are really going to be interested in, they're not going to make it through that 30. They're going to mm-hmm. get more. So you just used all of this content that you might have created or that you thought of. And then nobody really got through it because they got bored and they moved to the next person. So I like say around 10 max for the awesome. day. And so awesome. And so yeah, and so on the like, all right. And your company is called iMedia Exposure, right? Yes. Okay. And um, and I know you just so what what all the things that your company does. I know you were talking about branding. So like with the branding, like what what's all the elements? Never with the branded store. And my question was as well, so you all actually are creating content for your clients now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so y'all do content okay. creation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. So, so you all have- manage, you all manage your clients' Instagram accounts pretty yeah. much? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So we start with creating like the brand story and the brand aesthetic. So that we create a brand board and essentially we help people pick colors, style, and create this template that they can use with either our team or if they wanted, they had somebody on their team or outside marketing team. This brand board is something that they'll use for their marketing materials, their print materials, their social media style, their website design, all of that stuff. And we really take it the time to figure out what colors work for the client, mm-hmm. the look of the client, as well as the industry and the emotions that they want to evoke. So that's like step one. Like, what's your style? What's your colors? Like, what's your look? Mm-hmm. I style photo shoots. So I have some clients that are like, okay, pick out outfits for me, pick out locations. So I'll style and set up their photo shoot for them. And create their content calendar. So we're like, okay, this is what we need to talk about. This is the event you're doing. This is the product. So these are the, or maybe it's Easter. So we need to do like an Easter shoot. So we mm-hmm. kind of figure out what kind of content we need prior. And then we shoot it and style it. And then we schedule it. We post it out. We do engagement strategies. So that's really important. People think that they can just go and, oh, I'm going to post on social media. I'm going to get so many followers. and you know, maybe not people that are on there like in a younger demographic, but I have clients that are like 40 plus and they think that that's how it works. It's like, oh yeah, other people make money on social media. You know, you just post stuff. And I'm like, that's just not really how it works. There's there's a strategy. You know, we discussed funnels, um, but also it's doing the manual engagement. Well, ad mm-hmm. campaigns as well, but that manual engagement of building those relationships because it's social media. It's supposed to be social. You're supposed to be building relationships. And right. just, yeah, and just like in real life, I couldn't walk up to you and be like, hi, my name's Farhana Cannon. Will you buy my things? Right. I mean, you might be like, huh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Tell me more. <laughs> or you're kind of bugging, like, you know? Right, yeah, and then what type of things are you even selling? <laughs> 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 So, so in this can in this case, you would be like, "Huh, what do you got?" <laughs> but like, people think that that's like how it works on social media, and it's like, no, like you can run an ad campaign. People know specifically it's an ad campaign, and then you go that motion. But when you're no, in right. 
working with somebody and building a relationship, you need to build a relationship because people want to buy from people they like, trust, and their message resonates with them. Right. Yeah. Wow. You know, this is powerful. So look, I want you to walk me through this. All right. Now, so you say that you even help with the wardrobe and styling mm -hmm. too. And photography. All right. So how are you able to do that for clients that, you know, across the world? So I don't actually, I do do some photography, but I don't like doing photography. So I have partners that I work with for, for photography. I actually hate editing pictures. So that's why there's the people that like doing that. Um, mm -hmm. I'll go and create Pinterest boards. I'll go online shopping for mm -hmm. my clients. I will research places. When I was on speaking tours, I would extend like i would go to a location to speak and then i would it fly to the closest location that my clients would style a photo shoot or if i was speaking at that i would start i would so i would speak say I, I did an event in houston i had i did a full day workshop i did i spoke at the small business expo i did a full day workshop and then i styled and uh shot with two clients in that you know 10 days or seven days that i was there all right, so look, so that so the client would have to come meet you then, so you could do the styling for them. Well, I my clients were in Houston at that time. They were there where you was already speaking. Yeah, so right. generally in the locations that I speak at, like I go back to those places and speak. Like we met in Atlanta. I've spoken mm -hmm. in Atlanta a couple times, and so generally, like the markets that I am in often to speak is the markets that I have clients to. Um, so sometimes I just go, I'll just fly to that place. I'll be like, oh, this is a cool city. Let me just come hang out and I'll, I'll style a photo shoot. But uh, now, you know, times have changed. And even so, like I, I create shot lists. So I have a client in LA and for her first shoot, I sent a photo shoot list for her to give to her photographer. Mm -hmm. We did a Zoom meeting and we went through what she was going to wear. I told her what kinds of photos I wanted, and that's how that worked. Um, so I can do, you know, it, it's efficiency in business, especially for an entrepreneur, is super important. Like I have clients that are like, oh yeah, we go and meet every single one of our clients, and I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that anymore. And granted, we can't really do that anymore. I'm like, that takes time. Think about the time it takes you to get down to your car, to the location, park, get to the place. Like that's time where you could have met with another person. I literally mm -hmm. go on my Zoom call, three o'clock's a Zoom call, four o'clock's a Zoom call, five o'clock. So it's, I don't even have to leave my seat. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, okay, next meeting. <laughs> uh, I like it. It is. Yeah, I definitely like it. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Right stuff, right stuff. So, Lav, you um, let me ask you. All right, because I know your target base is with you know middle aged women and a lot of of women. Have you done any men so far? Yeah, What's I have. Talents? I have about five male clients right now, maybe more. I shouldn't say numbers because if I like don't count somebody, they'll be like, "Oh, you forgot about me." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do work with. Generally, it is 
So I have a lot of women that are probably my demographic and younger too, that are like looking to build their brands. They're now like getting into business. They want to really like define their brand. And I think like the appeal of me is a, I'm really good at strategies and like creating that I'm pretty structured and organized. So I have systems on how to do everything and that helps people when they're overwhelmed on a subject matter. I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing on this today. This is next. Mm -hmm. And I give them like homework and assignments of like things we need to get done. Um, And then also too, I come from a fashion background and Mm -hmm. I'm really good at styling things and people realize that visual appearance, visual style, what things look like online is important. Mm-hmm. You have, what is it, 0.05 seconds to make an impression on somebody online before they decide that they want to click off the page. Like it's literally like an eye blank. And just mm-hmm. think about the time you guys did that. Like everyone that's listening, just think about a page that you were like, no, I don't want to be here. But if something captured your eye because of the visual content, you stayed on there. You would have maybe read what they had to say because you're like, oh, this is cool. And so when you capture somebody, because generally, you know, social media, you're looking at it. And there are quotes and things like that that inspire people and you read that. But a lot of times the things that we stay and look at are the things that are pretty. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I want to um, ask you this, too, because uh, I know at the beginning you were saying that, you know, there were some things that changed because of the times that we are in now, all right, uh, with COVID-19. Uh, what are some, some of the new things that you are doing in your business uh, to adjust right now? So I created a digital course. I create marketing strategies and marketing plans with people, and I do that on a one-on-one basis. But I had a lot of people, you know, even throughout like the heart of lockdown, I had a ton of people say, we really want to work with you. We're just, we don't want to spend that much money to on marketing right now because we're scared about money coming in and businesses closing down and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I totally get that. I totally get your affairs. But right now is the time that you need to get into action, have your plan, you have some time more time on your hands get into action create your plan and start working the plan and be ahead of the crowd you know everyone is realizing they need to have a good presence online the first like the quickest person to get there the quickest person to set it up to monopolize that market or to like literally be okay like i'm here in this space like i got this will outshine the next guy that you go to the site and it's like, oh, I can't even figure out what's going on there. So Mm -hmm. what I did is I created this digital course that takes people through my marketing plan creation. It's an eight module course. There's templates and guides and a workbook so that at the end of that, you'll have your marketing plan. And so I presented this to some people that were like, you know, we have a budget and blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, that sounds really great, but we really want to work with you. And I was like, cool. So I get that, Um, you know, because I can teach you something, but then there's that one-on-one, like pulling information out of people, giving them like relative information. So I figured I would include as a bonus live. So I have a program now that they want, it's an eight-week program. They watch a video and do the work. We get on a call 
I'm keeping it at really small groups of five because I want to give each person um, time and really dedicate to them. So we they do the work, we go through it. I give them ideas on what to change and, and what to do. And then throughout the week, I, if I come across something or a tip, you know, I'll send it their way. So me and like the couple people that are on this season's uh, call, or it's a Zoom, it's not a call, but there, I'm just, oh, did you check out this page? Oh, look what this person's doing. Like you should do this. And so like, it's more than just that. Cause I, I'm really, I care about people and I'm really committed to the people I work with and I want them to like have success. So I do, but what standard is, you know, the course and the live. And I, this is my first time doing it like this. And I, I created it because of COVID people are home, you know, I can't go and teach live classes. And that was, I was going to be doing, I it was in the process of creating a two day workshop. So people would get photos and styled as well as their marketing plan in this two days. So that was what I was creating for 2020. That was supposed to be going down 2020, but since we couldn't mm-hmm. do the whole live thing, now I decided to do it this way. And it's, you know, I had the call last night and the results that these women are getting, it really made me feel so good because they were like, okay, I finally get now. Oh, this helped me. It just opened my eyes. Now I'm doing this. I gained this much growth. I'm like, yes, good. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, I just want I just want to comment on that, Rana, um, because um, it's, think about it like this, right? When you have, um, like when you're in school and you have a big classroom, it's harder to impact everybody in that classroom. But by you doing your sessions in small groups, it shows that you have that level of, you know, they really want to help change, you know, people's lives and help them with their content, you know. So I that that just it just really speaks a lot right. on what you're doing with your uh, your courts and everything. Thank you. Absolutely. Great stuff, great stuff. I love it. So um, Let's talk a little bit. Can you share a little bit about brand story? Like, what is that? Um, the importance of that with different entrepreneurs and business owners. Can you break that down? Because I know that's something you all assist clients with. Yeah. So nobody wants to just go to social media and see your catalog. And maybe they do, and you can have the catalog there for your services and your products. And they definitely suggest having those things there. But people really want to follow you on social media because you're providing something to them, whether it be community, laughs, you know, tips. But Mm -hmm. I generally suggest people to present themselves as an expert in the space. So 80% really great content, whether it be, you know, strategies, work they've done, examples of that work, testimonials, tips on, you know, how to do different things in the market. Um, So that's one component. And then 20% that sales and that ask. And I feel like a lot of people don't think of social media in the point of telling a story. So we all, there's a reason why we are in the business that we are in. So there's that why. There's also our core values that we have. And so, you know, at iMedia Exposure, our core values are um, creativity, making dreams come true, authenticity, making a difference in the world, mm-hmm. positive energy. You know, there's 
I should have them memorized, but like, you know, there's all of these different things. And we, so we share that stuff. Like I'm not an inspirational speaker, but I'll post some inspirational quotes. I'll post some things like, yo, just go, go out and get it because, you know, some days are going to be tough, but like, let's swim, like sink or swim. Like, let's do this. Because that's like, you know, I know that my, my target demographic are entrepreneurs and as one myself, I know that some days you get caught up and, and you're, it's tough. So sharing that core value that I understand, like going out there and proceeding and growing and being positive, I know that that resonates with my person. I'll post different things about style and brand. I posted something about the Met Gala. The Met Gala that didn't happen during COVID like has nothing to do with anything marketing related except for that a ton of celebrities go. It's actually great marketing for the designers that dress the celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it had, but it didn't have anything to do with my business, but me and one of my um, girls on my team, Sarah, we went through and we picked our favorite Met Gala gowns and we shared them as a post and we talked about the Met Gala not happening and blah, blah, blah. But I know that my people are women and they like fashion. And so that's a part, like they like that creativity, like fashion forward, sophisticated, Mm -hmm. all of that. So I added that. So when you're telling your story, it's about the things that matter to you as well as what matters to your customer base. Like if you're selling vitamins, maybe you post something about somebody that's doing yoga. Not every one of your clients that take your vitamins will do yoga, but there probably will be a good portion that may be down for yoga. And so it's um, your stories, your images, it tells your core values, your mission, your vision, the store you're creating, and kind of what your crowd is into. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So basically, too, like, if you think about it, that really puts a definition on where your brand is really is, you know? Um, by showing your, um, by giving your core values and and sharing all these things, um, let me let me ask you this. So, what's some tips on finding uh, content, finding and creating content? So, there's a ton of free stock imagery things out there. Also, another thing is you can search hashtags and search things that you're interested in, and mm. then ask people. Like, oh, I really love your work. Can I share it? You know, I just um, asked an artist today. She has these really beautiful, like, watercolors. And I it matches the colors that I'm doing right now. And so I just sent her a message on Instagram. And I said, I really love your work. Can I share one of your pieces on my page? Chances are this person, when she reads that, she's going to feel good because I obviously like her work. And she's like, okay, you want to put your stuff on my and, and tag me and promote me on your page because you like my art, okay? Like, so people are down for that. Like, if you see people or if you're partnering with people, you know, I tell my clients all the time, like, even ones that I'm not managing their social media, if I'm just doing something for them, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, tell me what you're doing. Tell me your events and the products and all of these things, and I'll post. You know, I share what my clients are doing on my page. So there's there's the showing your clients work um, or the your customers reaching out to people and sharing what they posted, their photos, things like that. 
then there's the stock imagery. I really oh. like story like content. So there's just tons of ways to take pictures and get content like that. Um, Canva is really great for graphics. If you're, you know, if you're not a graphic designer and you want to create some of your own graphics, that's kind of a pretty simple tool to make some cool graphics. And they have a bunch of templates on there as well. Pinterest is a great source of inspiration. So you can also ask people to post about them. You know, if you see images that you like, ask the person and be like, can I use this and, and tag you. And then when you're tagging people too, they're now going to follow you because like you just gave them some groupie love. So they're going to feel that and be like, oh, I want to follow them. Like they're, you know, supporting me. Right. Mm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys, man. Um, oh, not right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Well, we're going to wrap it up in a few moments, Fana. Uh, well, I want to ask you a fun question today. <laughs> I know you travel a lot of places across the world. I know you love to travel. If you could travel anywhere in the world, right, uh, post-COVID-19 that you haven't been to, where would it be? Um, I would really like to go to the Maldives right now. Just literally be like, okay, I'm going to jump, swim, right. I'm gonna sit on my balcony. Okay, bring me the food. Right, yeah, because that it's just so beautiful out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Maldives, there yeah. it is. I love it. And, and like, and just like, what was one of your favorite places that you had, that you've been so far? Wow. So there are so many places. Like I love Colombia. I like Cartagena and Medellin. I was just in Medellin right before like COVID happened. I've mm. been there before as well. Yeah. I love Dubai. Um, I spent like a month there. I lived in Rome for a couple months. Um, so I love mm. it. I like mm. all places. <laughs> yeah. Have you done a digital nomad type of lifestyle before? Yep. Oh, yeah. So you stayed in a lot of different places? Yeah. Generally, um, so I live in Boston and it is cold. So I um, broke up with winter and I don't do winters. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you need to come down here some more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we decide what we're going to do winter. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Definitely for Great conversation. Uh, we definitely appreciate all the tips and advice you gave us, gave the audience. And pretty much what you can do at this point, Rana, is uh, for one, is there anything that you want to share that we may not ask in the conversation that you may want to share on here before we wrap everything up? Well, since I love contributing to people, uh, anybody that is listening, if they would like a complimentary strategy session where we'll go and look at their Instagram and their online presence and give them tips that they can use right away to grow their brand immediately, um, people can go to my Instagram page, I Media Exposure. So the letter I Media Exposure. Follow me. They'll get my social media style guide. And then if you go into my link, you can schedule a complimentary um, strategy session with me too there. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely. Ronald, we definitely appreciate you again. 
all the tips and advice definitely was fun. You gave a lot of great information. We got some things out of it as well. I know we're going to be having some more conversations, you know, and uh, like I said, we definitely appreciate you. And for all of our listeners, just definitely make sure you follow Fahana on Instagram. Like she said, she just gave you information in terms of her site. Go get a style guide and definitely learn some more. You plug in, schedule that strategy session. And also, uh, if you all want more information in terms of the Rise of the 1%, of course, we're at www.theriseof1percent.com. And with that said, we're going to get ready to close it out. Our one percenters, we'll definitely see you next time. Be great and have a great day on purpose. All next time. Bye. Absolutely.